So let me tell you about my hometown, Esteli, Nicaragua. The city of Esteli is a world full of colors that match the spirit of my people. The walls of Esteli are brightly painted with colorful graffiti, and the humble homes are close together like our tight-knit community. This was captured by Doug Diaz and Soul Culture Studios, and now is display on this beautiful vase. Nica Rustica brand featured El Brujito, the official symbol of the city of Esteli. El Brujito is a petroglyph that was found in a rock over 6,000 years ago, and it is a symbol of pride for every Esteliano. Nica Rustica Dove is a unique, unpolished Habano experience, and we are super excited for you to try it. Nica Rustica Dove, from our house to yours. Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. <laughs> A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Rass and Randy Griggs. Boom, there you go, Randy. There it is. Welcome <laughs> back. Cigar Dojo to Flavor Odyssey. I am your host, Randy Griggs. I am joined by none other than the one, the only, Master Sensei, Erica Tormson. How are you doing, my friend? Dude, I'm pumped. It's been... Yeah? It's been a crazy seven. I can't believe, Randy, that it's already Flavor Odyssey again because it seems like just <laughs> it seems like just moments ago we had the door open in the dojo studios and we had a bunch of people hanging out and we were kicking off Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival festivities and boom, here we are again. Isn't it? Did that week flew by? Flew by. That was insane. Not to mention that was by far the largest flavor odyssey studio audience of all times and so just a yeah we'll, we'll give a little uh peek behind the curtain here in a minute but let, let me start this thing off right it's wednesday night we are finishing the second segment of season five destination dominicana enjoying dominican cigars we would really appreciate it if you would smash the like button, smash the subscribe button, subscribe to everything that we do here on Cigar Dojo, <coughs> share and share alike. I always say, Eric, and you know what? It's the final show of the segment. I think we should do a giveaway. Yes, I like the so idea. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, I think. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna write this down in pencil. Not in pencil, in pencil. I'm going to write down, we're going to do a giveaway on uh, at every segment. I don't know if it's the first show. I don't know if it's the last show. We're going to do a giveaway every segment. Okay. And so uh, I, I hope you guys are uh, smoking along. You're pairing with us. If you didn't have the Ashton ESG, probably should have said this on Monday since I was doing the uh, the live, Eric, but I, I wasn't prepared as my, my cohort, Robbie Raz, usually goes live at 530 every Monday. And he informed me at 529 he would not be going live. <laughs> you did so get had I had 
No, thank you, thank you. But but thinking back on it now, I probably should have said, you know, here's some things that I would have thought to uh, to pair with. Uh, the Ashton uh, uh, Symmetry is a, a fantastic cigar I, I love. I did mention it on the show um, uh, either last week or two weeks ago, maybe maybe it was before I came out there, that um, I do believe that this, uh, this cigar is wrapped in the same tobacco as Opus X. Um, so I would even go so far as to say, you know, one of the darker Opus X's would be a relevant uh, pairing for tonight with what we're doing. Uh, it stays on that Dominican uh, kind of the flavor threshold and profile. Um, so, you know, for me, I'm, I'm a, I don't know if you knew this, I'm a, I'm a Lost City guy, mm. which is also uh, a sun-grown. Um, no, no, it's shade-grown. It's just done later in the summer. So it, it still is a little bit more intense than, than the, uh, the typical early spring uh, harvest um all that being said um so share the show uh if you're pairing along with us be prepared at the end of the show jordan is going to sh- hand pick him and matt are going to be watching as you guys announce your pairings as we go and they're going to earmark a couple of them they're going to tee them up and eric and i are going to vote on what our favorite pairing of yours is and the winning of that pairing is going to win a prize i don't know what it is but i can assure you that lot b is jam-packed filled with some of the coolest cigar pos you've ever seen mm. uh and i'm gonna package some of that up with some great cigars and uh send that out so please make sure you're pairing along with us tonight and share the show uh eric yes a sneak peek behind the curtain okay that was the craziest week of my life last <laughs> <week>. <laughs> yeah but but like i this is maybe the third or fourth time i've flown out uh for um flavor odyssey maybe the third i think and and it used to be like three to five guys would be just happen to be flying in the, a night early because festivities historically always like kicked off on thursday that's the that's tochella that's when when we really typically got going right and and then you guys were kind enough to be like hey you know randy's out here anyways i always fly out early so i can help you guys prepare and it's like, well, Randy's in studio. We might as well open up the studio and allow for a live audi- live audience. So we went from like three to five guys. There had to be 40 people there on yeah. Wednesday last week. That yeah. was insane. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, great time. Uh, Thursday, uh, Wednesday went into, uh, morphed into Thursday, which is the big Docella Festival. And that was just absolutely crazy packed. Had an amazing time. On the show, we had just a huge cavalcade of stars on on, on Thursday night, Smoking Night Live, and then, and then, boom, we go into uh, Friday morning, which was the brewery tour, which, by the way, we plan to expand next year so we can get more people involved. I apologize to the folks that couldn't get involved, but you got to understand, uh, the first year we did it, you know, we were kind of scrambling to sell all the bus tickets at the last minute. This year it was sort of the opposite. Like we, it just went before we even got to really announce it. Like the guys right. that we offered it to were the guys that went the year before, and so it sold out super fast. So next year, Randy, we're hoping to add another bus, um, yeah. which would uh, open up another twelve spots or something like that. Is that right? Sixteen, another sixteen, 16 spots. spots. Um, so that that'll be a big that'll be a big bonus. And then Randy, you've got to stick around. Uh, you didn't even stick around. There was we had a Friday night event and we had um, a Saturday night it's event. It's crazy, right? It's like you. I'm telling you, dude. Those were some. Those were killer events. I, I don't know. I don't know if you heard that we were doing yeah. events those nights. Yeah. But um, the, here, here's the thing. So, so 
because you guys are getting the full version of this. So Randy went to bed early almost every night. And he talks um, in the well, third person, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Randy started talking in the third person, and it got weird, and so I had to separate myself from the public. Uh, no, so... I, you know, I have I have responsibilities with Dojo. I'm I'm the guy that that you know works the the booth mm. along with my man Matt Hall, who's a superstar all week uh-huh. long. Our, our one man studio audience, Matt Hall. Shout he looks out. like he looks like Darth Vader. Jeez, over there. yeah, hiding out over there. <laughs> Darth Vader. Now that's interesting though because Matt was seemed like Matt was he at the was Friday at the, night yeah. and the Saturday night event. I don't, I well, don't know. I none just... of you guys have to talk. I have to talk. <laughs> and, and so what? A lot of people that haven't hung out. With me at these events, it might not know. I lose my voice pretty easily. I've I've spent, oh, I've spent my life going to live shows and sporting events and screaming my bloody head off. And I I am positive at this point that I have permanently damaged my 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 uh, my larynx and yeah. and my and my my uh, vocal cords because uh, you guys know. I mean, I I sound like a a frog trying to climb out of a gutter. You know, after two days of, of partying. Randy, have and you considered? So, uh, have you considered? I know this is this is crazy. Tell me. This is tell just me. A, this is a crazy, just off the top of my head thought. But have you considered that you could be at an event and just, you know, you know, Not just be, the just be hanging out. You know, you just be <laughs> hanging out. You, you don't like, have to say a word. You just you be just sitting in your chair, be hanging like, out like the rest of us. And see, that's that's exactly the thing. And I I thought about that Saturday <laughs> night as we we're all sitting there and. Thinking there's 30 people here. We're tailgating. Fred Ruiz there. You, you know he's he's doing his. He, let's be honest. Fred's a bit of a performer. Yeah, you know he, he's he's a, he's a great storyteller. He's 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 got he's got one-liners. He's got zingers. Guy's great. And I was thinking if there was ever a chance for me to be comfortable, not being the guy talking all night, like this would be it. And I was like, no, that sounds horrible. And I went to the bar. <laughs> I, I actually think, can you imagine, I mean, having Randy there and, and not be talking, that just sounds like a, it sounds like an amazing evening of fun. Like, <laughs> no, nah, we're just, we're giving you a hard time, Randy, but it was amazing, All right? So, so Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest went down on, um, well, we had our Camacho Burger Battle on Friday night, and that was incredible. Man, Scotty brought out the- burgers were fire. Yeah, they were great, right? Um, Scotty brought out the uh, Trinity Cigar Mobile Lounge. People were hanging out in there till all hours of the night. And then obviously we we roll into Saturday. Uh, uh, Randy, you and Matt did an amazing job behind the booth. Thank you to all the folks that uh, picked up Cigar Dojo merch. That that's a long event, as fun as it is. And I'll say this: I'll say this. It it, 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 no offense to Abe DeBabna, but Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest is my number one, and then followed closely by the Great Smoke. Those are my two favorite events. My two events that I just don't want to miss and they're both amazing the only downside to Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest at all is it's yeah. pre- it's pretty long like you go from I mean we set up at we like get nine there an o'clock. hour early for setup yeah, yeah we set up at like nine o'clock it goes till six and you're you're kind of standing you're talking you're doing the whole rigmarole for for how long is that Jeez, that's 10 hours yeah it's rough man by the time you're done yeah. with that you feel like you feel like you've just ran a marathon, and it. But it was exactly. so much fun. We had such a good time, yep. and um, luckily for me this year, because you guys ran the booth so well, I didn't even have to go behind the booth. I got to just go to chill, hang out with with folks, and talk and whatnot. And then after that, we typically do a fun, um, a uh, sort of a tailgate event at the Aloft parking lot, and that went till all hours of the night. For some people, it went all night long. Matt, um, <laughs> it just went all night long. Now it was it was killer. If you guys. 
right now, I would say start to make your plans for the last weekend of August next year because it just seems to get more fun and bigger every year, Randy. Yeah. No, and, and you know, you, you said that, you know, comparing those two events, the Great Smoke and, and Rocky Mountain. And, and let me just say, this is not a bias. Like, I've met a lot of people in this industry over the last, you know, four-plus years I've been hanging out with you guys. And you hear it from, from every manufacturer, from everybody that's part of this industry. Like, Rocky Mountain is earmarked on the calendar. They put a circle on it. People come out for the week. Uh, you know, we... we it's an honor how many manufacturers come out to Docella, come out to the, the bus tour now that, that everybody is so into the pre-dojo events um, that we do leading up to. All the way to the point where the actual event producer, uh, Smoker Friendly, they take part in some of our pre-events that, you know, they're, they're so big and significant and like anchored to their event. They support your pre-events, which, you know, that in itself kind of says a little something with the, you know you know the relationship that dojo right. has with smoker friendly obviously um and, and and every year you guys always plan for a release right a collaboration and this year was no exception mashugana sold out is it gone forever or is there still going to be another uh, retail run where uh, people get their hands on this wonderful cigar all right so here's what we did this year folks and um this thing sold out in the first two hours of Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. It just blew out. And, um, but what we decided to do this year is the, we broke it into two pieces. So there's a 300 total bundles, and 150 of these were at Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. And like I said, they sold out super fast. Uh, this Friday, uh, two days from today, this cigar will go on sale at Smoke Inn uh, at noon Eastern. And the other 150 bundles will be up for grabs. That's not many. Like normally when we do a release, there's quite a bit. There's a lot more than the double that uh, online. So this year there's only going to be 150 bundles. So if you weren't at Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest, Friday is going to be your chance to snag a bundle of these. They're $100. It's the Asylum. We did a uh, release with Asylum, a collaboration with Asylum. And what we asked the Asylum team to do is, look, you guys have access to authentic, original Corojo tobacco. And because Human there's not seed, there's not many, there's not, I, honestly, there's not many companies that have access to this type of a tobacco. And so because that they do, we said, look, we want to we wanna accentuate and highlight uh, that Corojo tobacco, that salty cabinet spice, Jordan calls it pretzel dough flavor. Pretzel dough! And that is what they did with this particular cigar. You're going to get that in spades. If you like that type of tobacco, which I personally love, it's one of my favorite um, flavors of tobacco, this cigar has it in spades. It's $100. That's 10 bucks a cigar. It'll go on sale at noon on uh, Smoke In. But make sure that you're part of the, the Dojoverse because we'll share that link on the Dojoverse uh, right, right about that time at noon, and we'll also send that a mass email. So if you're part of our email list, you'll get that. And I'm assuming that they're going to go super fast, it, just like they did at the event, Randy. So mm-hmm. um, this is your chance. And when they're gone, they're gone. This won't be made again. It's it's done, and it'll be. It's a fun release. I, I, a lot of people were smoking it, Randy, at the event, and I didn't hear one person say anything. I told one guy, I was like, he was like, I don't know, should I get it? And I was like, look, dude, if you buy it. Um, and you don't like it, I'll buy it back from you. And he posted on the dojo verse like an hour later. He's like, you're not buying this back from me, man. I, <laughs> I got it and I love it. Thank you. So uh, give it a, 
Give it. Be ready to go on Friday, boys, because it's going down uh, at noon. Nice, nice, very good. All right, let's get into uh, what we're smoking, what we're drinking a little bit. Uh, yeah. We are uh, we are smoking again one last time. The Ashton, one of the best, sun grown, one of the best cigars. What a cigar! And, 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 and yeah, I, and we always talk about Davidoff as as like the, this upper echelon Dominican producer. Obviously, Fuentes right there. Ashton maybe doesn't get quite the notoriety because it's not it doesn't have Fuente's name on it, but all of the Ashton cigars are blended by Carlito Fuente Jr. They're produced at Chateau de la Fuente, right there where your favorites come out of the Opus X comes out of the same estate and, and factory, as does the Don Carlos. And this this is I I honestly and, and from a branding perspective, I'm sure Ashton doesn't want me saying this, but I consider this kind of a, a Fuente extension brand. You know, uh, Ashton is, a, is right. owned, you know, it, it originally started, um, uh, there's a, a brick and mortar up in PA, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, there was a relationship that was built between the owner of that shop and Carlito. And he said, I want my own brand. And, you know, we talk all the time about how Luzioni is kind of like a wink, wink, nod, nod, like store brand because Dion owns the store. Dion owns the brand. But, like, is there any other brand that you can say was, like, started off as being kind of a private label for a brick and mortar that turned into this powerhouse juggernaut standalone brand in the industry? The same way as Ashton. Yeah, I remember like back in the day, Randy, um, when I kind of first started getting like hooked on cigars and like understanding that they were like, you know, something other than cigarettes. You know what I mean? And um, <laughs> uh, obviously the Padron 1964 um, Imperial Maduro was like the cigar that really like freaked me out. Right. And like, oh, like I, I get this. But then one of the next ones was the Ashton VSG. Uh, that's the um, vintage Virginia Sungrove. Oh, Virginia. Yeah, sorry, I don't even know. But um, Virginia Sumatra rapper. Is that what it is? Virgin. 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 Right. Virgin. Virgin. Yeah. Yeah. Virgin. Anyways, I think we all know what I'm talking about. And um, (laughs) and that that cigar, like that cigar, for a while, that was my. I smoked it, and for a while, that was like my top cigar. Like, I yeah, you can't get a better one. And then I feel so dumb. I have this quick story about this. We played a poker game with a guy, and he brought over some Ashton ESGs. And I was, like, so into the VSG that I didn't even – at the this is way back. At the time, I didn't even really understand that, what, what he was bringing me. And they were – I think they were a, sort of like a, a Lancero version. And I remember smoking it, and I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And, like, like, oh, like, like kind of, like, blowing it off because I was, like, I was, like, a VSG fan or something like that. And then it took me – after after a while, after getting out of like my Maduro phase, mm-hmm. I then I realized that the ESG is where it's yeah. at, baby. This yeah. is the Ashton. Oh, yeah. This is the Ashton that is the king of Ashtons, and it is just absolutely a phenomenal cigar. And by the way, a great pick by you guys for uh, this uh, four week segment because it yeah. is the best of what you're going to get from. Dominican cigars. It's not mm-hmm. mild. It's full no. flavor. It's it's got everything that you want in it, and it has the complexities of that Opus X type of flavor that you like. Right. And so this is a great way to finish this four week segment, Randy. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I I see it as a as a higher priming, sun grown, a little bit beefier Opus X. Yeah. But it's 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 very very similar, and I obviously. 
they it's a, they're proprietary blends. They don't actually tell you what's in them. Um, but estate sun grown, obviously it's grown right there at, at the facility uh, on the same, you know, lots as the, uh, Opus X wrapper. It's yeah. If you like Opus X and, but it's just a little bit light for you. This is a, a, a more medium plus medium to full body, um, big, big flavor to me, Eric, I always say that it has, um, it always has this, uh, graham cracker and sunflower seed character to it that that i find unique and almost like a signature flavor that like i always think of when i smoke this cigar and so with that let's get into our drink pairing yeah um i wanted to uh tie something with the graham cracker back to it but i wanted to do a contrasting flavor i i didn't want to you know i i find this to be oily and rich and bready i wanted something to uh, uh to contrast that and so I, I did some some searching and I found something unique and bizarre that I'd never heard of or seen before. And Jordan mocks me, but I am drinking tonight a key lime martini. Key lime martini. I shared the recipe on the uh, on the Flavor Odyssey uh, uh, group there on Tojoverse. You guys can go check it out. I also posted a picture tonight of all the ingredients as I went to make it. It is uh, it's. Okay, and this is why Jordan mocks me. It's vanilla vodka. It is key lime juice. It is heavy whipping cream, pineapple juice, and um, I'm missing something. I missed something. But And then it has a uh, graham cracker rimmed martini. Wow. Holy cow, man. So, yeah, there, there is it? no... There is let's, no let's take a look at it ever oh, had okay. that is more of a uh, a, a dessert a pie in a glass. <laughs> you know, you get this. I, I I see you see this a lot in shots, right? Where they do those shots that they mix all this weird stuff to where it tastes like an oatmeal cookie or or something like that. This is the first time I've ever had like a full uh, cocktail, other than the, I, I guess the the um, the dirty Dr Pepper. It kind of it, it was it was that way, but this is a pie. It, it is so delicious. If you guys like key lime pie, I highly oh, cream de coco. That's okay. the last ingredient. Creme de coco. Creme de coco. Uh, really, really interesting. It's just like the pie. I'll talk a little bit about how it's going with my cigar. But Eric, what did you choose to pair with the Ashton ESG? All right. So here's the deal. We're doing what? What's the name of this segment? Destination. Destination. Dominicana. Right. So <laughs> how can we possibly oh, no. do a segment without doing a Dominican oh. cocktail? So I am oh. doing the uh, Dominican cocktail, which happens to be the Santo Libre. This, my friends, is the Dominican version of a Cuba Libre. And so it's basically, it's the same as a Cuba Libre, pretty much, except for you've got rum instead of Coke. You can use Sprite, but we wanted to uh, mature it a bit, so we just went with the club soda. So you've got club soda, you've got lemon, and you've got mint in with your rum. And, and we use – what rum do we use, Matt? Uh, it's some rum that we got that's a uh, Anejo uh, rum. And the, the idea with this is not only is it a Dominican – oh, so we're using this um, Pampero Aniversario. Pampero Aniversario rum. Look at that. Um, there's not that many, Randy, there's not that many Dominican cocktails out there. There's a couple, and um, the, the, the ones that I found seemed a little, um, 
I don't know. It didn't seem like they would match well with the cigar that much. There was a lot of orange juice and stuff like that, uh, which would be okay. Mm-hmm. But um, I, this is a little bit more in the line of uh, not a gin and tonic, but if you can imagine a uh, rum and tonic, um, it's huh. sort of like that. But it's it's Dominican, and so um, I thought that would pair well with a, a very heavy, uh, you know, in this uh, Dominican segment that we're doing. So we're going to see how it goes. Um uh, tonight with our uh, Ashton ESG. Well, that is well done, my friend. And then and everyone, uh, Jordan, you're drinking the same, I assume? Yes. Okay. Santo right. Libre. Well, Santo. Well, I'm excited. I've, I, we, I, I think we've done a Cuba Libre at some point on the show. Uh, maybe it was a wild card or something. I, I don't really recall the whole show being about it. But um, you said lemon juice. Is, so uh, lemon juice. Right? Lemon juice okay. is the other ingredient. You've got uh, club soda. Which did we use Topo? No, we use. Okay, so we use club soda, uh, lemon juice, a little bit of mint, and then of course your rum. So um, uh, Santo Libre. I assume it's named after Santiago, um, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, well, that sounds fantastic. That was clever. I like it. I'm in, mm-hmm. I'm impressed. The yeah. uh, going the the Dominican uh, finisher, and I can see that being you, you know I I love that you did that because yours is going to be more of a complimentary pairing ideally, uh, where mine's going to be a little bit more contrasting. You know, super I, bright. Super actually, bright. I, I I honestly I think this is going to be more of a little bit contrasting in the sense that yeah. it's going to be more of a uh, a palate cleanser type drinks okay. more in the line of a mojito. Like when you right. have a mojito, you typically don't think of that as a complimentary pairing with your cigar. Yeah, true. I, I think that's that true. I think that this will be, um, I think that this will be more in line with like a mojito, uh, just slightly different. Yeah. Well, it's funny that you say mojito because that actually reminds me of something. Cigar Dojo. Thank you for tuning in and following along as we continue our hour odyssey to Destinacion Dominicana. We finished the Destination Dominicana with an amazing pairing experience for you tonight. And as always, we would not be able to do what we do without the unrivaled support of our sponsor, the greatest premium cigar brand in the world. Drew Estate Cigars. Please support everything Drew Estate does by following them on all social media platforms at Drew Estate and ask for them at a brick and mortar shop near you. One brick and mortar that you will always be able to find Drew Estate Cigars in is Smoke In. Smoke In consistently strives to offer cigar enthusiasts the best possible buying experience. This includes industry-leading customer service, mobile-friendly webpage layout, fast and affordable shipping, consistently affordable pricing, and access to the most sought-after cigars on the market today. Smokin's knowledgeable staff is ready and waiting to aid you in your quest to find the perfect cigar. So check out any one of their 11 brick-and-mortars or find them today at Smokin. Very nice. <laughs> you caught me off guard because you did it on time. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't ready for that. 
Oh, well, I, I, you know, I like surprising you. Um, we do have so, some uh, news because we're on time. Um, boom, boom, boom. Robbie Raz isn't here tonight. I, did you guys notice? What? Something a little bit different about the show tonight? Yeah. What? Robbie <laughs> Raz fell off the face of the earth. Rude. I thought, I thought he was in trouble. Like, I wasn't sure where he was. And then I, I went on Facebook. The guy's at Coronado Brewing Company this afternoon drinking beers. I... I'm not sure that he actually is there. I think someone might have posted that to like throw me off the scent of where he really throw me is. Off the scent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but but that being said, Eric, because we had um, we changed things up because I was out there last week. We did the wild card last week. Yes, we don't have uh, a wild card in between the two segments, and so we are going to take next week off, folks. Um, and then come back the following week with segment three. And that's going to be German beers. And so that gives me a little bit of time. I'm going to put out a list of the specific beers. Um, these are going to be tougher to find. This was all Robbie's idea. And <laughs> now they, they're all nationally distributed. You guys should be able to find them if you find like big box specialty stores, your BevMo's, your Total Wines, uh, that, that type of thing. But I'm going to uh, publish a list um, over the next few days. So you guys can check those out. You're gonna ha might have to do a little bit of hunting around for them, but you're gonna have an extra week uh, to get ahead of that and make sure you, you have those cigars. And uh, and we're gonna celebrate Oktoberfest the way they do it in Germany, starting in September. Now, Randy, will you be wearing Lederhosen? Lederhosen. Absolutely. No. I don't I need, know. I need to get me some. I don't know if I actually have. Yeah, I don't know if I have four different pairs. So I don't think I. Could. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the really fun thing is like, like uh, if you go with like the the goat skin ones, mm. do like a brown leader hose in one week, then a black leader hose in the next week, then a white leader hose, and then f finish up with like the the calico, like it looks like a cow, like white with black spots. That would be cool. I'd like to Whoa. have four four sets. Now, Randy, just as a little uh, taster <laughs> ahead of time for that, for those four weeks before we finish this week or this segment, what did what German beers, what, what are they bringing to the table? What is the, mm. what can folks expect from German beer so that they know in their mind what cigar realm that they want to start exploring? You guys are in trouble because it's been a while since we did beer. Uh, we've been so into spirits and cocktails the last few seasons. Yeah. You guys may not remember, and hell, maybe a lot of you weren't even audience members way back in season one when it was exclusively beer pairings. I've got... 20 plus years in the beer industry yeah. i'm gonna put you guys to sleep with german beer knowledge let's I, get to I work books. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I recommend this book prost by uh, dorst hornsbush um but uh but uh, german beers uh, what to know about german beers is they were actually under german law the rhine eitzigobot in uh, the 1400s that uh stipulated that beers could only be brewed during the winter time and that leads to them all being lagers if you hear german beers automatically you know for a fact that it's a lager so it's gonna be a little bit cleaner and yeah. uh you know more refreshing than an ale so it can have those esters but then it's gonna run the gamut of uh, but be very malt forward from pilsners to doppelbox and and dunkels um that are very rich and and, and malty very very low in hops these are going to be the mm. other end of the spectrum from ipas as far okay. as you know that hoppy citrusy characteristic to be very malt focused and forward well malt and, malt uh, seems like randy malt is a is a great 
cigar pairing. Uh, that flavor oh, is an absolutely. excellent cigar pairing. So this could be no, a fun. I, this could be a fun four weeks. Agreed. No, I, I, I think to your point, multi beers make much better pairings than hoppy beers, uh, for sure. You know, for for the longest time, we ste- steered very clear of IPAs for that specific fact. Is like once you get into that fruity, that spicy, that um, that uh, citrus and herbal aromatic of hops. And the bitterness also, the bitterness really is, is a tough um, uh, element to pair with cigars in general. Um, so, yeah, we're, I, I'm quite confident we're going to find some really nice pairings as we go uh, through that journey in the next segment. Uh, Randy, uh, since we're on uh, Destination Dominicana, um, <laughs> um, let's just talk really quick about um, Dominican cigars and yep. um I mean, obviously, everybody's familiar, you know, Davidoff, and everybody's familiar with Fuente, and everybody's kind of probably a little bit familiar with Ashton, since if they're familiar with Fuente, and you've got LFD, um, you've got, um, who am I missing, Jordan? Um, um, Carrillo makes everything there. I don't know that he uses that much. Yeah. No, <laughs> he almost doesn't use. But um, what, are, what are the characteristics? Because really, when we did this uh, segment of this four-week segment, it really wasn't so much that it was, had to be Dominican puros. It was more right. around the uh, the aspect of what what would pair well with the Dominican flavor profile. Now, for me, uh, the Dominican f- flavor profile has it's it's nutty, it's cedary, mm-hmm. it's sort of those types of flavors. You get some salt, but um, the nutty. I think the nutty maybe is peanutty, nutty, those types of flavors. Um, for a long time, uh, after, you know, people like thought like, okay, cu- Cuban cigars, they're, they're the best in the world. And then there, then there came this time, uh, in the cigar journey where, okay, Dominicans, you know, Dominicans are the right. cigars. And since then we've, you know, obviously Nicaragua has sort of like taken over everything and you got some Honduran <laughs> stuff, but, um, what do you get, Randy, when you think to yourself, what is the Dominican flavor profile? What are you, what in your mind uh, comes to mind the most and what are you hoping for when you have a Dominican flavored you know cigar yeah no I, th- I think you did a really good job of kind of starting us off you know in 1962 when the embargo uh, shut down Cuban tobacco coming into the United States that all of Cuba all the industries really this wasn't tobacco exclusive they refer to it as the brain drain of Cuba where some of the ind- all industries some of the top you know mines some of the leaders and pillars of those industries all fled Cuba because of the embargo and because of, uh, you, you know, the leadership change and what, what they saw coming down the, the road. Um, and so a lot of a lot of those folks got out and the Dominican Republic was really the first place that a lot of those top uh, tobacco uh, a- agriculturists and blenders all landed. And so uh, to your point, you know, Dominican as all of Central America has, has you know, have these burgeoning uh, tobacco and, and, and premium cigar industries growing. It was really Dominican Republic that, that grew first. And and so uh, it, it all started with Cuban seed. You know, that that, that is, you know, a, a good way to kind of start that thinking. It is probably closer to that original Cuban 
flavor profile it you know you said cedary you know cedar is used as a descriptor almost in every dominican cigar that, that you uh purchase uh bready i would say goes mm. along with your nutty cedary bready smooth and while they're known to be spicy you know this was before we had black spice and red spice and and those bell peppery kind of characters that we saw more coming from central american countries a little bit later after after the growth of dominican uh tobacco and so um so yeah it, it's always been known as very refined obviously you know again going back to the opus x story you know primarily you know they they struggled to grow wrapper tobacco there at first and so it was mostly dominican filler binder with ecuadorian wrappers in the in the early days um and so it ended up being again very smooth the spice was more uh, of your lighter uh, baking spices, your white peppers, your nutmegs, you know, not even allspice, I don't think really. It, it, you know, I think that's even a little bit stronger than what I at least pick up in most of the spicy components. But, but it's very much there. Like you, you said complexity. I think, um, I think baking spice is a major characteristic of Dominican cigars myself. Uh, for me, I get a bit of a floral note a lot of the mm, times from Dominican yeah. cigars, you know, thinking uh, probably a little bit more um, on, on the Davidoff side of things. I do get a bit in, in, in this cigar as well, but a lot of breadiness, a lot of that woody character, that sweet cedar, um, but not nearly the sweetness that you get, you know, when you're talking about, you know, the Jalapa uh, grown uh, Nicaraguan tobacco, you know, so just a little bit softer of a flavor profile in general, but very, very complex. You know, it's 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 kind of ironic, Jordan, if you think about it, because like uh, the DR um, sort of like took, you know, sort of took over uh, for a while in the cigar industry. And then and then the uh, obviously Nicaraguan cigars started to take over from them. And they were a lot stronger. And then the DR was like, hey, wait, 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 slow down. We can make yeah, strong yeah. cigars, too. Like LFD mm -hmm. came out with the double Hero. And it was it was almost like whoa whoa we didn't realize we we didn't realize that the market wanted this you know this right. super strong stuff so we can do it too, I I still think you know all that being said, um, obviously the strongest you know tobacco is that Esteli Lejero you know right that you get but the DR can make some some very very flavorful strong cigars and that which they do. Uh, with the, like the LFD Double Hero, even like the Opus X, even with the cigar that we're smoking tonight, so it it can be done. It's a little bit more of a refined flavor, right? The the Dominican cigars are kind of a more refined flavor, and I like that. I love, yeah, I love, no. I love getting a cigar and like finding those nuances. You know that that it's the flavors with inside the flavor. You know, like mm -hmm. there's so many Nicaragua, and don't get me wrong, I'm probably you know Nicaragua is my favorite country for tobacco right it is my favorite but i also really really like finding those flavors within the flavor of like a little bit more of a subtle um cigar now i wouldn't say that this is a subtle cigar but you are no. going to find in the ashton esg you are going to find sort of that flavors within the flavor like first the first you know dr draw that you take yeah you're going to get some of that peanut uh, flavor, but then comes in some cinnamon, comes in some baking spice. Like they do, a, Dominican cigars do a fantastic job of giving you a fun experience. And then after that uh, came the Yamasa, where they started a, a new mm. growing region. And you got all new flavors. So there's yeah. a lot. I think there's a lot that you can get out of Dominican cigars that maybe people don't realize. There's a lot of flavors. There, it isn't just a one noted kind of thing like Cuba. Cuba is. Cuban cigars are one noted, 
I mean, yeah. they, they can be great and they can be terrible, but it has pretty much that same flavor. There are a lot of flavors, Randy, that can come out of Dominican cigars from different regions in the Dominican, from even different farms that are even close mm -hmm. by one another. No, the, those are great points to make. I, I think I think you're totally right. I think in the early days it was, they were, again, you know, those were the original uh, Cubans that went over there and did it, and they were mostly just trying to replicate what they right. did at home. And so it was a little bit more, I don't want to say monotone, but it was uh, it, within kind of a, a tighter window of, of, of the palate. And, uh, and, and you're right. And what we've seen come out over the years now with these bigger, bolder flavors, they're very capable of, of putting those forth. Um, and and I'm, I'm always careful. Um, you use the word refine, and I think that's appropriate. I think that's a really way, a nice way to put it because I, was, I, w I almost said sophisticated, and I stopped myself because it almost makes it seem like it's better than. I'm not trying to say that it's better than, but it does have this like different vibe to it. And when you said um, when you said refined, I kind of thought about like I love wearing. You guys know me. I love wearing like t-shirts and cargo shorts, um, but in the right situation, I love wearing a nice button-up and slacks. Like I, I enjoy that. Like more refined going out white to the steakhouse. I love white linens. You know that. <laughs> uh, but but you, you know I me. Mean? It's like I'm good at the burger joints and the taquerias all week long. But it is nice on Saturday night to hit the steakhouse. Yeah, I have to I have to class it up a bit. And and and, and I feel like a lot of Dominican cigars are, are kind of the same way. They're like, well, that's what I like to class it up a bit. You know. But I, I guess I guess the point maybe I'm trying to make, and maybe I didn't do a very good job of doing it. But and Jordan, I'm curious to see what you think about this. But it almost seems like Nicaragua was a really good thing for the DR. Like when ah, sure. when when Nicaragua came in and started like capturing the palates of the consumer a bit, it kind of pushed the DR to not rest on those laurels. Yeah, be, that, your own, be your own thing. Yeah, be Learn. your own thing. Let's, let's, let's accentuate the cool tobacco that we can do mm -hmm. in the DR. And like when we went to the Davidoff factory and they were literally like dipping the, the seedlings in milk, you know, so that they would, like they go to great lengths to accentuate the um, flavors that they can get out of their soil. And now I think we are in a really good age for the, the DR, like some of the stuff yeah. that comes out of there. I mean, even the Ventura factory doing, you know, stuff mm -hmm. for Caldwell and stuff like we're getting a lot of really, really fun, interesting, different noted stuff from the DR that maybe 20 years ago probably wouldn't have got. Excellent points. No, I, 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 I love that. And, and that's what's great about a, a free market, right? Is that you, you know you're 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 forced to to not stay in your comfort zone. Someone comes out with something wild and different, and uh, I think milk dipped seedling was uh, uh, <laughs> Jack's uh, nickname back in college. Wasn't it? Hey, oh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> but uh, but no no it, it, exactly that was it my forced... nickname back in college. <laughs> well, well done, George. Well done. Uh, no, it, it, you're totally right. It forced them to to step it up and to to push the envelope and to to you know really push the flavors that are available. And, and obviously, I mean, they've got great soil. They've got great tobacco. They've got brilliant uh, people there. Um, so yeah, this is to me this is one of the best uh, Dominican uh, cigars. But there's so many. It's now this is not a, a, a in, this is not an inexpensive cigar, no doubt. Um, <laughs> we've sort of pushed uh, folks on the show if they wanted to join the, in this pairing. Um, 
these are this is a twenty plus dollar cigar, probably pretty much wherever it's you a go. $30 yeah, <laughs> I mean it might have been twenty plus. Like, yeah, you're right. It's thirty now, but um, that's the thing. It's like if you're gonna spend thirty bucks on a cigar, you want you want it to be a, a special occasion, mm-hmm. and the Ashton ESG, the Opus X, pretty much any of the um. The Opus Line, Angel Share, all of those. Like you, you mentioned uh, Lost City earlier. Like if I'm going to spend that thirty bucks, man, please, please give me this experience. And that's right. the cool thing about cigar smoking is, whereas, you know, if you, if you go and it's it's a little bit like wine. Like there's these nights where, like me and April, we want to just go ahead and spend, you know, forty bucks on a on a bottle of wine. Yeah, it's going to be gone that night, but we want that experience that night where it's really, really good. And I think the DR. Does this really well? This is where they excel, Randy. Is the Opus, the Ashton ESG, these super high end stuff? Yeah, it's thirty bucks, but it, they're not going to let you down. The burn is going to be perfect. the 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 draw is going to be perfect, and you're going to get a lot of really oh, cool, yeah. interesting flavors. So, is it expensive? Yes, it's it is expensive, mm-hmm. but I, I've almost never been let down by. You know something from Fuente, something from Ashton, something from LFD. Like I mean, typically they're they are really really good cigars. Yeah, no, no doubt. How's your? Uh, all right, let's get an update on your pairing. Yeah. What do you think, Randy? Well, as I said, the cocktail itself is delicious. It's a dessert in a glass. If you like key lime pie, you got <laughs> yeah, to, I do. I love key lime pie. Oh, you got to try this. It's a it's a fun experiment experiment to try drink an alcoholic version of that pie. Um, as, as my cohort, uh, Robbie always points out that you can run into trouble when adding, uh, a dairy base, uh, mm. ingredient into a cocktail. Uh, it does leave it, um, really sticking to the palate. And so mm. it really coats the palate quite a bit, which in my experience here is making it a little bit harder to taste all mm. the subtleties and nuances of the cigar because of that coating. There's a lot of sweetness in it as well i think the pineapple juice could probably be dialed back a little bit it's almost almost you can almost taste a little more pineapple than you can lime in fact um and, and uh I, I like the coconut the creme de coco in it is, is nice but but yeah that 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 m- mouth coating mm. uh milk character is detracting a little bit from this superb cigar uh, yeah right i think um that's an interesting point because there's a lot of uh, flavors that people say don't pair well with cigars, you know, like people have talked about um, a Bloody Mary, right? That's like the worst. People would say like that's the worst. A lot of people say uh, a margarita's a bad pairing with a cigar. I disagree with that. Um, yeah, but milk is a tough. The, the milky, the, the milky lactosey thing is a bit tough, only because not necessarily the flavor per se, but right. the coating. Right. Of it, like it kind of masks yeah. what you might get from from the cigar. Is that where you're going? A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the flavors are working. To your point, it's not a flavor, right? Uh, it, you know, the flavors aren't missing. The intensity's fine. It's not over. I, I was a little afraid it might be overpowering. It's not overpowering the cigar, but but just that that kind of sticky. Uh, texture that coats the the palate, just like I'm, I'm not getting some of those baking spices that I'm used to from this cigar. And then after I take a couple swigs of the Topo, boom, right. they're they're there. You know, I'm tasting them then, but it's it's a little bit hard to go from the drink to the cigar and appreciate all the elements of the cigar. 
All right, so I'll talk about our um, Santo Libre. Um, it's a good pairing. I think, honestly, as, 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 bad, as weird as this might sound, I probably should have gone with the Sprite because uh, it needs a little bit more sweetness. I was expecting mm. that the rum would provide a more of the sweetness for me. Um, it, it's, it's almost like watered-down rum. It's not. It's not a terrible. Mm. It's not a terrible drink, and it certainly does not take away from the cigar because it's. It is like a palate cleanser, right. but I can't say that I'm happy with the pairing per se because the drink. It's not super great. Like I think that a Cuba yeah. Libre because it has Coke in it is. Mm. It's like a fun pairing. I would think. I think now I wish I had just gone ahead and. And done Sprite. The only reason I didn't do Sprite was because I want to like adult. I want to adult it up. I don't want to like, mm-hmm. you know, like do Sprite. But I, now I wish I had done the Sprite instead yeah. of just the, um, instead of just the uh, soda because I think it needs a tad more sweetness. Jordan, what do you think? Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I think this is more in line with the uh, Arnold Palmer that we did a few weeks back, where it was just like fell flat on the palate. Mm. Like it just tastes kind of like lemon water. Um, mm-hmm. I either need more rum or or Sprite or something in there to dazzle it up a little bit, you know. Well, well, how far off am I to to say that? I mean, that drink with simple syrup or sugar immediately becomes a mojito. Yeah, I mean, it's Basically it's a mojito without the simple syrup. Well, no, you swap out the lemon the for lemon, lime, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, you're okay. you're not far off. I mean, um, yeah. It it needs more. It needs, and I know I don't normally. And there's sugar in the mojito. Also. I don't normally say this, but it definitely needs to be sweetened up. This drink mm. uh, to make it more fun, uh, to make it more interesting. It's just a little sharp or something like that. Um, and uh, because of that, I would say thumbs down on this pairing for me. Um, thumbs down um, on the pairing for Master Sensei, the Santo Libre. Now, yeah, is it fun to do a? Uh, Dominican pair, uh, Dominican cocktail with a Dominican cigar. Yeah, absolutely. And the cigar tastes phenomenal. Like one good thing about this uh, drink pairing is it it doesn't uh, take away from the cigar at all. In fact, right. it helps it a little bit in the sense that it clears your palate for the next drink you take. But Randy, I had to go thumbs down. What about you? I'm also going to go thumbs down. Oh. Unfortunately, well, well, I love the cigar and I'm really enjoying the drink. Uh, my drink is detracting from the flavors. And again, going back to, you don't want to diminish the flavors of a cigar you just paid $30 for. I yeah. don't recommend <laughs> yeah, right. that, you know, that, that, that plan <laughs> at all. So I'm going to give this one a thumbs down. I, I give the drink by itself a thumbs up and, and highly recommend for people that like are looking to do something fun and, and interesting the next time you have people over and just want to do something um, you know, real flavorful. It's a great drink. Uh, definitely detracting from a cigar. So that is a thumbs down. But uh, going back to yours real quick, I, I got to say, it's interesting because, it, you know, and and, and I, I'd like to point out that adding sugar, whether it be through the Sprite, the Coke, simple syrup, raw sugar, any way you cut it, it's not just the taste of sweetness that you're adding, which mm. obviously you're adding. Sugar is going to add texture too. It's going to give a little bit more body. It's going to carry some of those flavors a little further in your mouth um, to where maybe that rum lingers a little bit more. It might enhance the the rum character and and have it stand up to the flavors of your cigar a little bit better. So I, I totally appreciate your points on um, on the uh, on having a sugar addition would have been the better way to go. 
but but it's interesting about rum because rum has such a huge uh, spectrum that we've we've talked about this. Obviously, um, Diplomatico is quite sweet. I've yeah. got a rum that I can barely get through. I've, I've paired on this show that is like maple syrup sweet. Like it, it, every time I've tried to pair with it, it overpowers what I'm trying to pair it with, and so it never works out for me because mm. it's so sweet. So it is interesting. I think. You know, if you were to play around with a few different rums, you might actually be able to get that sweetness without adding the Sprite or, or the Coke. Um, but just just a thought. Now, um, before we get to audience pairings, um, which is big tonight because there's going to be a prize for the one who wins. But uh hate to put you on the spot, Randy, but um, if you can think of a drink. Now, you, you, you mentioned some you, – you just, you just got done – mentioning some aspects of a drink but sure. can you say right now what you think would be a better drink pairing uh with this particular cigar uh than what you picked yeah i mean I, I, it's it, the drink that i would have paired and robbie would have called me lazy is a mojito yeah um, that, you're, that's, you're that's totally it. right that that's a no-brainer right like yeah. a mojito would crush with, yeah. with this um yeah and so uh so that's the first one that, that I come to. But I love the idea of going rum. I think um, there's some other rum cocktails that we've done on the show. Isn't it Godfather with rum? Yeah, I almost um, I almost did an old Cuban. Um, oh, which, that's what I was thinking. The old Cuban, which would have been a good, thinking. which would be good. I would recommend an old Cuban because that's so much more rum tasting mm-hmm. than this is. Like this, mm-hmm. this is more just like watered down rum. But the old Cuban has a little more thicker sort of rum yeah. type flavor. That would be good. But I think. I, ultimately, what you said in the mojito, I think, would be an absolutely yeah. s- stellar par- pairing with this particular cigar. Yeah, it, it, isn't it funny that we've all found that like the Fuente palette just—they all go with mojitos so darn yeah. well, like, like that yeah. flavor character. Yeah, you go you go to Casa Fuente and in Vegas, and you have their you have their mojito that they make, which is absolutely stellar, and you pick out. Pretty much anything in the humidor, but usually you're going to get their house blend, which is that Cameroon wrapped house blend, and uh, it's such a perfect combination. I, I think that that would have been great with this particular yeah. cigar. Yeah, it's funny because we've talked about that, and I often or I originally had thought it was the Cameroon that really brought that that pairing together, but then we've had you know other yeah. Fuentes. The Opus, for instance, that doesn't have the Cameron wrapper, and it's just as stunning of a pairing. So it really is more about the the bunch that you know, whatever they're using in the binder and the fillers. I think probably that make that great synergy between those flavors. What I've learned tonight, Randy, is the Dominican Republic needs to come up with some other cocktails because come on, guys, <laughs> not, there's only two of them, and this seemed like yeah. the best one. And not- Mama Hiwa is the worst. Mm. Mama Juana? Mama Juana. Mama Juana. That's how you say it. Yeah, we couldn't. Have, I, I I didn't want to do that one tonight. That would have been. It's just like a bunch of spices and rum. You sh- you just let it like sit in a bottle for a week, and it's. Oh, you basically infuse rum well, with spices. Well, you, you know, once you put the turtle <laughs> penis in there, it, <laughs> yeah. aphrodisiac yes. kind of kicks in. But other I, than that, I I kid you not. I was on a uh, a beer podcast years ago. And we were doing um, we were doing audience homebrew entries. A guy put, at least he claimed to put. There was these things floating in it. He claimed to put five raccoon penises into every bottle of this homebrew. 
and it tasted wretched. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So steer clear of any beer we reckon. Be there. Just saying. Yes, yeah, I think so. <laughs> All, All right. right. Uh, so you, you want let's, to – let's go ahead and real quick, before we get into the pairings, let's just cover off again. Um, I just want to make sure everyone knows we are taking next week off. So no Flavor Odyssey next Wednesday. We will return the following week with German beers. Go to dojoverse.com. You will find the list of German beers we'll be pairing with. I'll line all four of them up so that everyone has a little time ahead of them to go out and find the beers so you guys can pair along. And as I've written down in, you know, I said pencil. I really don't have a pencil or a piece of paper. But I'm going to commit that we're going to do a giveaway every segment uh, for the rest of the season. So you're going to want to get the beers so you can pair along and be in the in the running for the pairings um, and for the for winning of the prize. You want to talk about uh, Friday night real quick? Yeah, Smoke Night Live uh, Friday night. Uh, we are going to do the Ask Sensei edition. So tomorrow Ooh. I will post I will post something on the Dojoverse.com, which is a place where you can ask your question of me or Jordan. Um, it can be a cigar related question. It could be a sports-related question. It could be a music-related question. It could be, you know, it could be um, whatever, like about God, about life, about what anything in the world. And I'm going to pick, I don't know how many questions I'll pick, but the best question is going to win 20 cigars from my humidor. Oh. And so we're going to have some fun on Friday night answering audience questions in the Ask Sensei uh, edition of Smoke Night Live. It's going to be a ton of fun. Tomorrow on Dojoverse.com, you'll see how to enter. It'll be fun. And uh, make... So here's the deal, guys. Don't don't come on and say, Sensei, what's your favorite cigar? Like, you got to try. You got you to a little try harder than that, Randy. You got to be like, give me something that I can sink my teeth into. And I... Because I'm an opinionated guy. I will tell you yeah. any... You know, I, yeah, whatever you it are. is... If it's TV-related, sports, whatever, like, I want to sink my teeth into this answer. I want to talk about it for a good two, three minutes. So it can't be just a very, you know, shallow question. Give me some deep, deep questions. So that's going to be Friday night. Somebody's going to win some cigars Friday night, Randy. Ooh. So, so wait a minute. It's, it's Ava, Mackenzie, Cassidy, Jordan, Dominic. Five kids you have, right? Chloe, six. Chloe, shoot. I knew I was missing one. That's so six rude. Kids. Yeah, that yes. was rude. Uh, what's your favorite cigar? <laughs> <laughs> I could answer. Yes. And and why? And yes. why? <laughs> I will answer that if you ask it, Randy. If you ask it tomorrow. Amazing. I will. I, I will not answer tomorrow, it. but yeah. Or yeah, I'll answer it Friday. I hope. <laughs> hopefully, somebody asked me about Dave Portnoy from uh, Barstool Sports and his cigar smoking online. Because I, I definitely. Oh. I definitely want to cover that one. But anyways, that's what we're going to be doing Friday night. Well, how do we know it wasn't a, a uh, uh, an Omar, see, what's a, 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 an Omar Fritas, you know, cigar? You're yeah. Supposed to, you're allowed to smoke it from any direction. Well, he was smoking it from the ribbon. I mean, he was literally had the... <laughs> He literally had the foot ribbon in his mouth. So any, anyways. Better um, than lighting the foot ribbon, yeah. I would argue. <laughs> Let's get All into right, our uh, audience pairings, let's Randy. Do let's do it. Audience pairings. That's what the segment is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. <laughs> Very good. I thought that would be a good way to do it. Yeah. All yeah, right, here yeah. we go. Yeah. John Armazella. 
pairing Ooh, nice. my ESG oh. with McKellen 18. Okay, so he's going scotch. Um, he's going scotch, Randy, with an ESG. All right, uh, let's not talk about him yet. Um, just let's go through the ones. Yeah, you let's picked. rattle them off. Let's rattle Barry pairing my Aston ESG 20 year salute with oh. a Manhattan made basil Hayden dark rye. Okay, dark rye. All right, all right. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Another whiskey pairing. Nathan mm -hmm. Stewart pairing the Aston ESG with zero sugar root beer tonight. Nice. Interesting. What's wrong with that? Zero yeah, sugar. There's no sugar in that thing. Interesting. Kevin Nacuff paired my ESG with Egan's Conviction 10-Year Irish Whiskey. Wow. Oh. So many mm -hmm. whiskey ones. Um, g give me the first one again. Well, I'm not done yet. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, there's more. There's Tanner Cole. Uh, dark and stormy with it. Uh, oh, oh, he said a Namakubi. I didn't even see that. He's a, he's disqualified. No way. I think th I think that he was disqualified before I even knew what he was pairing. Yeah, he's, he's disqualified. <laughs> Tanner's pairing. I mean, he didn't pick the right cigar, but it's probably the best. <laughs> you can't. Don't <laughs> no, even talk about that. I'm just saying. He's not in the running. I'm just saying. I'm no. I know. I'm not picking. You're not him. winning, Tanner. He's not, not winning. winning. <laughs> I'm just saying. Deal with it. it you know <laughs> that's that probably is the better one. But you know who? You know who's the best pairing? IMO, IMHO, Barry. You think? The Manhattan? Uh, yeah, a Manhattan. Okay, so so with uh, you add in the Manhattan. What do you add in with the Manhattan, Jordan? You add the simple syrup. It's uh, vermouth. Mm. He's got the rye. Mm -hmm. What was the first one again, though? Uh, we have uh -huh. um, John Marzella, 18 McAllen, 18. McAllen. That's the other best one. Mm. I'm 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 gonna go out on a limb and uh, say those are well both good. Them. I think those are both pretty good pairings. My my only thing with the McAllen 18, I I feel like that one's a little heavy, a little bit like sweeter, a little bit darker, and like. So is Barry's a cocktail little, though. Little mm. over the top for me. I don't know. The Basil Hayden's rye brings that spice character to it. Um, and then it rattle off the other two that we. Then we got Nathan uh, Stewart yeah. with the root beer. Zero sugar, uh -huh. though. Yeah, yeah. The, I think the root, to me the root beer is a little bit crazy of a, a of a flavor of that throat. That and then uh, Kevin's doing the. I don't know what Egan's conviction tenure, uh, but yeah. the fact that it's, it's Irish, Irish whiskey, whiskey it's right. just disqualified. <laughs> 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 I'm not gonna disqualify it, but my vote is gonna be for the Basil Hayden Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, it's tough to argue. That. I think that's a that's a solid boop boop. Uh, boop, boop. Boom. I think that, I, I would say that pretty much all five of those are solid pairings. Oh yeah, no, uh, not, no. Oh. well, Tanner didn't do the pairing. I don't, I don't know why I picked him. I know, uh, but I'm I'm gonna say I would think that pretty much any of those are pretty good. Um, but I, I I gotta go Barry as well. I think that Manhattan I think would be a, a nice pairing with this particular cigar. Uh, good job, Barry. Um, Barry. All right, Barry. Yes. You, you he said he worked hard on it. Yes. Randy is ba Bar Barry is going to win. Digging in to his prize vault. The prize this vault. Is my, this is one of my favorite uh, things. It's still in the classes, brand new, unopened. Uh, Barry is going to win Ooh. this lovely ten count Zycar Travel Humidor, and it will be filled with oh. some of my oh. favorite premium cigars out of my own. Oh my goodness! Uh, humidor. So that's that's a ten count filled with some of my favorites from one of my favorite people in the world, Bob Barry Driscoll. How wow. Where, where are you out, Cigar Cop? Very nice. That is a good prize. Good. Congratulations, Excellent. 
Barry, um, and an excellent pairing. And by the way, all all the like I said, all those are good pairings. You guys did a good job. Ever Tanner's as usual. No, Tanner's <laughs> is a good pairing. He's just the wrong cigar. No, it's a good pairing. Yeah, yeah. it's the wrong cigar. Yeah, wrong cigar. If it had at least been a, is that even a Dominican cigar? I didn't even recognize the cigar name. No. Yeah, it's well, the OG is Honduran. Yeah. But way off, Tanner. How, how did you even get on the screen? I don't even know why I picked him. I saw he <laughs> he just said I'm pairing, and I was like, oh, Tanner. Okay, Thanks a lot, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> really ruined that. You, you, you just love Tanner so much. Love him. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, fantastic. Thank you guys so much yes. for tuning in. Uh, I will oh, get this wait, wait, uh, package out. Wait, Randy, wait. <laughs> wait. The best part is yet to come. The books. Oh, the books. The books. I, was, I was hoping that you guys would forget this part. <laughs> and Skip right past Who it. won tonight's pairing? Was it Sensei or was it Randy? I don't even know. We already know. It's a bias. Oh. Ah, I knew it. It's actually yeah. closer than I would have That's yeah. pretty close. For watered down, for watered down rum, people. Yes. This isn't just like your favorite person on screen award. Like, it's supposed to be about the parry. <laughs> so if you're if you're listening on podcast, Sensei wins 56 to 44%. Uh, on tonight's pairing, Randy, thanks for playing along. Sorry that you <laughs> lost, but uh, that's the way it goes. I think I think Just a lot of it for playing along is my show. I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that I picked a Dominican. Uh, no, I no, picked a Dominican it's... cocktail. I don't know. As soon as you said it, I just went, ooh, I should have thought it first. <laughs> well done. Well, well done, Eric. I'm, I'm very happy that you won yes. it. Um, I'm not sending you a prize, but congratulations to Mary Driscoll, uh, as, as he will receive a prize this week. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, check out uh, Ask Sensei this Friday. Get on to JoJoVerse.com so you have an opportunity to send out a question. Ask him who his favorite child is. Maybe ask him whose least favorite child is. I want to get. I want to see Jordan on the show somehow. Uh, and uh, thank you guys for for joining along and join us in two weeks as the Odyssey continues. Boom.